0: All right, big news off the top. Um, I'm beyond honored and excited that Just for Laughs has released a brand new comedy album featuring Alberta comedians. I've always said we never get our due. And finally, it seems like it's happening. I am featured on the album Mystery Skin Foam, which actually pertains to one of my jokes. So I'm super excited. The album is named after my hot tub joke. It's featured on there. It's on Spotify right now. Brought to you by Just for Laughs. Anywhere that you listen to comedy, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, whatever that is. (laughs) Anywhere. And uh, it's very exciting. I'm super excited and proud to be on it. And it showcases some of the best comedians in this province. Which to me is some of the best comedians in this country. So give it a listen right now it is out as of february 15th and uh give it a listen thank you guys very much i'm super excited about it and uh i'm proud so here we go let's hit the podcast off right now yeah. Yeah. moonlight spotlight i don't even really want a spotlight uh, but it really put me in the limelight that, uh, new pipe, uh, what I wanna do with this new pipe, uh, Got Gonna desert eagle in his fortnight, uh, uh, playing like it's fortnight. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, in the moonlight, in the spotlight uh, I don't really really want limelight, they can split me in the motherfucking limelight, Limelight 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 really, really, really Lime yeah yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude he nailed it bro shout out to uh uh smoke perp <laughs> dude. shout out to smoke perp um I mean, he nailed it, dude. Limelight, they don't they don't want to see me in the limelight, moonlight, smoke pipes. Okay, so that part was a good. That was a good rhyme. Limelight, moonlight, smoke pipe. What about like nightlight? I'm scared of the dark, hit me nightlight. Dude. Even if you want to just keep uh so if you're just gonna keep rhyming light over time like there's headlight, right? I'm trying to look down the street. Headlight. Um, but you know what? uh smoke perp, um smoke perp did his best. He did his best, and um it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure to freestyle it. On on the limelight, smoke a perp and a boobie. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because there's actually a lot of these videos of. Now, I think that, uh, you know, I'm not I can't I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm not so hip to the rap game, but because you're a good rapper doesn't mean necessarily that you're a good freestyler that I think those are two different categories because one of them requires you to like freestyling. You got to be co- able to come up with stuff quickly obviously hey thanks Todd thanks for telling me do you have to come up with stuff quick (laughs) yeah but I think that uh maybe I don't know maybe it gets convoluted where people assume because you're rapping that you can just come up with a beat I mean I guess he chose to freestyle over that so I mean dude I'm too far I'm too old I'm too old now and I'm outside the game. And I don't even know how anything works. And I guess these there's something called mumble rappers. I don't know what that is. Again, too old. I feel like I'm already becoming a boomer. And you know what? That's actually kind of depressing because the way that uh, things move so fast now and the way that technology evolves is that people my age, like I'm not even, you know, people who are in there, by the time that you're 30, you're a boomer. Our parents at least got to hang on until they actually became boomers and became like 50, 60, and they can't figure out how to send an email. But for us, because now things move so much faster, we're already boomers. By the time you're 30, you're a boomer. Like if you're 30, you're a boomer. Now you're good at technology. You have a handle on it, but not the newest stuff. You don't know about these mumble raps that are going on. And so, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's so, uh, I always think it's interesting to see there's people who are genuinely, how do I say this? I'm not trying to be whatever, but there's people who are talented and you could put them in any situation and they're going to show up. Right. And then there's other people who are, they're talented, but it's sort of a construct and it's sort of been put together by an industry or behind the scenes and then when you put them on the spot it doesn't come together. So that's all I'm saying. And maybe that makes me a bit of a hater. But that's mumble rap, dude. That's that mumble rap. I mean, you look at someone like Eminem um and he's had when you look up Eminem's age, it makes you feel old. In fact, let's look it up. How old is Eminem? Uh God, Eminem, dude, he's 48. That doesn't even seem like it should be real. He's 48 years old. That means that Eminem is almost 50. Isn't that crazy? And I remember, that was a big part of my youth. was watching Eminem stuff. And then my mom would, would get pissed. That's the reason, that's the reason I wasn't allowed to watch MTV when I was a kid. Actually, that's so funny now that I think about that. So I wasn't allowed to watch um, Power Rangers because it was too violent. Apparently, and I wasn't allowed to watch MTV and you know what? My brother ratted on me. You know what? My brother ratted on me because I was watching MTV and you know why I was watching it It was because of Christina Aguilera's video for dirty. That's why I watched it when, when that video came out and you're a young man and you're confused, you don't know who you are. You got all these hormones. It made you feel all kinds of ways. And I remember I was watching that secret. We had a secret TV. I was watching it on the secret TV. And then my brother comes in and he sees it. And you know what? Rat it. Rat it to my mom. She told me I'm not allowed to watch MTV. But you know what? Joke's on her because this was the 90s. And you know what you don't have in the 90s? Parental controls. <laughs> you can't block a channel in the 90s. I mean, dude, there wasn't even. There wasn't even like the guide button on a remote in the nineties. You had to click channel two and watch that thing scroll to see what's going on. And if you, if, if you got up and it scrolled past your channel, you're screwed. And now you have to watch it scroll all over again. Crazy. It's a crazy to think these are stuff that the kids will never understand nowadays. They'll never get it. You know what? You know what's crazy too is like man, I sound like such a boomer. I'm a boomer now. Um Jim went to the dentist and if anyone here has had to get any type of uh mouth guard or any anything like that, you know that they I mean forever, it's been they put this play this like uh play dough or this putty in a tray. They shove it in your head on a tray. And then they let it sit. And by the way, the entire time, hey man, if there's any dentists that listen to this, I just want you to know that the entire time that that is in your mouth, you want to throw up. I don't know if they know that. The entire time that a tray of the plaster or whatever whatever that is, is in your mouth, you're fighting your urge to just throw up. Or as, as we used to call it back in the day, chunder, chunder is what we used to call throwing up. And so you already feel like a champion. And then I remember I would have that stuff in my mouth and I would feel like I'm throwing up and then a tear would come through my eye. Like literally a tear would roll down my face and no one would even tune into like, oh, I wonder if he's in a bit of discomfort. Oh yeah. I wonder. I'm putting all of my mental capacity into, I'm thinking about um, rainbows, unicorns, things to take my mind off the fact that I have plaster tickling my gag reflex. And all I want to do right now is throw up and put these things out of my mouth. So that was the only thing that they had for a long time was these plaster shells. They would put them in your mouth. And then, oh, here's what's super cool is they would put the plaster things in your mouth. And then when it's time to take it out, they have to have two people because it's so stuck to your teeth that somebody has to hold your dumb head. <laughs> well, the other person literally puts all of their body weight into pulling this off of your, your mouth. So someone's pulling your head back. Someone else is pulling this plaster tray out of your mouth. It's just horrendous. So Jen went to the dentist a couple weeks ago, and now they have a new tech technology a new technology as we like to call it and uh now they somehow can scan it with lasers i don't know i i would have to ask her how they exactly did it but somehow she didn't have to put she was getting a mouth card, they didn't have to uh do the plaster at all they just put like a little thing she bit down onto it and then they take pictures and the lasers do all the work dude are you kidding me and the first thing i thought was these kids will never know that's isn't that weird. That's the, my first thought was like, these kids will never know what it really means to go to the to the dentist. What it really means to go to the orthodontist. To go to the orthodontist, it means you're getting plaster. You're gonna want to throw up. You're gonna feel like shit. And then at the end of it, they put braces on your teeth. And shout out to if any of you guys have had braces before. Okay, here's what's fun with braces. It's a new thing. So it's kind of fun. The first day, you go, I got braces. Oh, that's kind of fun. You get to choose your colors. I remember the one time I did glow in the dark. Because when you're 13, you think, hey, what if I go to a rave? What if I go to glow in the dark bowling with a nice lady? What would impress her more? Then I open my mouth, glowing. What? Who is this mystery man? His mouth glows? 10 out of 10. So it's fun for a bit just because it's different. It's the same way that some people actually want to get glasses. I've never understood that. Some people... Oh, okay. I got a couple things here. Let me say one thing. Hey, if you're wearing glasses with no um, prescription... What are we doing here? You like them as a look? Do you understand that some of us, our eyes are so bad that we have to wear that shit? Dude, my eyes, I think about this a lot because my eyes are horrendous. So, for anyone who wears glasses or contacts, think about your prescription right now. And for anyone else, don't worry, we're going to get back. We're going to get out of this. So, you might not know what this means, but my prescription is... 6.5 for anyone who wears glasses or contacts you're gonna know how extreme that is 6.5 i mean people get lasik for i worked with a lady one time she got lasik for 0.75 what dude i wasn't even born with 0.75 my eyes are 6.5 that's how bad if i don't have contacts in Let me tell you this. If I don't have contacts in, I can't see my hand. Hey, how crazy is that? So I I always think about that where I'm like, I shouldn't be alive. I really shouldn't because in the wild and in uh, natural selection, the person who can't see their hand would just die. Like, how would I honestly, how would I survive? No chance. It's only because of technology that I've been able to make it. So, but literally though, if I don't have my contacts in, I can't see my hand. I can't even, I think my elbow is even blurry. Like I can only see things that are basically, um, right in front of my face. And so that's how crazy it is with my prescription. So, um, I don't remember why we're, what this point is, but I'm telling you guys, I'm blind. I'm a blind person. Basically. And so, um, so anyway, we're talking about the dentist and these kids nowadays, if they get to scan their teeth and just do that to get their mouth guard or whatever, they're never going to understand the struggle that all of us went through the struggle that you and me had to endure with the plaster, the plaster that went into our mouths that made us want to throw up. And you know what? The other thing is too. I don't know what those trays are made of, but they taste like it's, it feels like they took whatever is the worst tasting metal and they said, yeah, let's use that for the trays. They're terrible. They suck, man. Oh God. How do we live? How do we, how are humans alive? Like, how am I alive? I can't see where it's shit. I have to go to the dentist, but you know what? Here's a huge flex. Here's a huge flex on you. Knock on wood. Never had a cavity. What? I never had a cavity. What is that? Why don't you brush your teeth? <laughs> you know what? That's 100% genetic because, um, yeah, like, I, I've never had a cavity in my life. Huge flex. And then I knew a guy, I worked with a guy who had like, he's like, dude, I have one every time I go in. And it's just genetic, dude. That's a, That's those teeth genetics. So anyway, I'm grateful. I got the shit eye genetics, but at least I got got the teeth genetics and I've been thinking about getting the LASIK surgery. I would be very curious if anyone listening has ever had the LASIK eye surgery. I'm curious, man. I want to fix my eyes because these contacts ain't cheap. I want to fix my eyes. But then I also hear stories from people who are like, oh yeah, they burn your eyeball open and I could actually smell my eye burning. And I don't know, you know, when somebody says the sentence to you um, that says smell my eye burning, mm, that's not something you forget. And I've never even smelt or smelled because I guess I'm not really working with metal, which would be smelting. I've never even smelled an eyeball, but I bet it's not great. And I've never smelled an eye burning and that's probably worse so i don't know how i would handle it now if they hit me up with those drugs though if they're going to give me the you know if they're going to hit me with that oxy or whatever (laughs) i don't know maybe it's worth it but eyes are just they're creepy to me i remember one time in uh in grade 10 we actually dissected a cow's eyeball And this is where I had to stop being friends with someone because someone who was my friend at the time, we dissected a cow's eyeball. And what happens is you cut it open, you go through, you end up seeing the retina. Fascinating. You end up seeing the back of the eyeball. Fascinating. The back of an eyeball actually looks like it's rainbow colored. So it's like if you spilled gasoline you know when you see gasoline you guys know when you just dump gasoline on the ground right you know when you have a little gasoline party and you just dump gasoline everywhere you know how it has that rainbow look to it that's what the back of an eye looks like it's kind of fascinating and then there's a part where the optic nerve connects into your eye and here's what Not a lot of people know is that at that point where the optic nerve connects into your eye, there's a blind spot because there's no photoreceptors. Whoa, am I teaching biology right now? So anyway, everyone has a blind spot that they don't know about. And I remember the one time it was in my science textbook in high school and it showed you, it said, look at this spot. There's another one on the side. And as you move the spot further away, eventually it hits your blind spot. And you can't see the spot anymore. Everyone has a blind spot that we're not even aware of. And you do too. Don't freak out, but you have a blind spot. You have a blind spot you don't even know about. And maybe that's where you should focus because maybe that's where you hurt people. (laughs) But everyone has a blind spot. Now, we cut open these eyes, okay? And my friend at the time, he's liking it a little too much, right? You know, it's gross. It's an eyeball. We're trying to be professional, but he's, he's liking it. He likes the feeling of cutting an eye open. He's getting joy out of it. That's a red flag to me. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't enjoy cutting open an organ, any part of a body. He likes it. He likes it. And then we cut in, we cut further into this cow's eyeball. And in the middle of the eye, There's the lens. Now, the lens is like an oval-shaped, God, I I would almost compare it to like a marble, but it's it's not a sphere. It's oval. Well, everyone else cuts into the oval, right? And what do we do? We go, oh, that's neat. That's there. That's the assignment. And I look over at my buddy. His eyeball doesn't have any ovals. Oh. Did he get an oval eyeball? No. You know what he did? He opens. Dude, this is 100% real. He opens his pocket. This fucking psycho took the lens from a cow's eyeball and put it in his pocket. He goes, I'm going to take it home. I said, what? He says, oh, yeah, this is cool. I'm going to take this home what and he did he took part of a cow's eyeball home he took the lens of the cow's eyeball home to do what to do what i do i don't know like it was hard and i guess you could clean it and maybe use it as like a magnifying glass but that was one of those where i'm like oh boy this guy is years away from cutting (laughs) open a human eye That was crazy, man, but what a journey it's been, you know, and today is a long weekend. I completely forgot about that. It is family day today, so I got to go back. i got to start spending time with my family. I hope you guys were able to do that too, and I hope you guys have a fantastic Tuesday. I will be back tomorrow. Of course, I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Have an incredible week, and I'll see you guys then. Bye-bye.